Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and work, welcome to the American Nightmare. My name is Jack Killian. I'm your host for this uh, podcast. Uh, we sporadically uh, do this podcast when uh, various different uh, news stories uh, pop up that are uh, major or things in the country that are going on. I think the biggest thing uh, today... Uh, well, actually, it's been going on for a while now, is the uh, missing girl that they uh, recovered her body, and it's confirmed that it was Gabby Petito that was uh, murdered, and the uh, coroner's office has ruled it a homicide. Uh, they was nonspecific in the uh, manner of death or uh, anything uh, with regard how she was found and what caused it, what was the cause of death. Was it blunt force? Was she stamped? Was she choked? you know, blunt force. Um, We look at something like this, and it is a tragedy. Uh, Any life is a tragedy, of course. But when we look at someone 22 years old, uh, really hasn't gotten the uh, wings to fly as of yet. You have them, but you really don't know how to fly, so to speak. And you're involved in a relationship, um, and the relationship has a uh, domestic violence, uh, you know, uh, component. It's basically uh, doom right there. There's all kinds of domestic violence. There's violence of physical, there's mental. Uh, Apparently she had both. It could be both. Um, there are also things that are coming out that, uh, this was an ongoing problem between the two of them. Unfortunately, like most women, they do blame themselves when in fact it's not really their fault. It's the aggressor's fault. Um, and we see the unwillingness of law enforcement to a degree uh not want to get involved and this stems back from your politicians uh, discouraging law enforcement from making arrests um it's bad enough um they won't uh, pinch you the cops for a uh a shoplifting charge in san francisco if it's 2000 or under and they frown upon proactive policing. So when there is a situation where they come in contact with individuals, uh, either they're so, the police I'm talking about at this point, they're so jaded or so unwilling to operate in a law enforcement capacity because they were told that they try and wave it off. And if you look at the full video of the body camera, which I did, and I posted it on my crime news group, it's called uh, USA Breaking Crime News Network Daily, located on Facebook groups. Uh, You will see the uh, manner in which uh, they stopped the vehicle uh, the 911 call received uh, two weeks prior to her uh, demise. And towards the end of the video, you'll see a cop uh, sit there and go, well, you have a lot of uh, scratches on your face. And, you know, you really don't want to press charges on her. 
and you know you don't want to go through all this in jail and that's the way they discourage you and he was seen the boyfriend smiling he actually smiled so I'll tell you right then and there he was smiling because he was probably saying to himself I'm the aggressor and I could put her in jail uh, you knew they was uh, domestic violence there um, when she was blaming herself initially on the vehicle stop when the officer took her to the side and was uh, field interrogating her to find out, in fact, what was going on. And she said things like key words, oh, yeah, I make him upset, or, you know, I'm OCD, or I'm very nervous, and I like things, all, all these things blaming herself, taking responsibility for something that she has no control over. Uh, I want to say that uh, one key element was um, she was trying to make a start of it by doing a blog, uh, some type of blog, and it was supposed to lead into her making money, a living, and he was totally discouraging her. There was no encouragement. And he was telling her things like, oh, you'll never be able to do it, this, this, and this. I, I want to say something to you ladies, if you're out there listening. When a man is not there to support you, whether it's a harebrained scheme or it's a scheme that may take off and may not, if you make a decision, it's a decision whether it's good or bad. If it turns out good, jackpot. If it don't, it's a learning experience. And having someone in a relationship, and I'm speaking specifically now about men and women, if the man is not your friend 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and doesn't take your feelings into consideration, you know, he's not there for you. We, we know why he's there, and it's not for you, okay? Let me just start off by saying uh, the only thing probably that you're really there for is a bed companion, and he just puts up with you the rest of the 23 hours a day. You know, uh, I don't know about you, but I wouldn't want to be some uh, dog's chew toy, so to speak. So we see these signs. We see them uh, when, you know, we see stories like this. And you may be in a relationship and you don't look at it. You don't want to look at it. You're in denial too. But always remember, it always ends in a bad way for the female, the victim. She got the worst degree of it. She checked out in a body bag, and I hate to say it that way, but it's true. It's the reality. Some women um, have emotional damage and scars that you sometimes recover, but you never fully recovered, or sometimes to a point they never recover. You know, if you want to hurt yourself, you don't need a man to do it for you. You don't need a man to justify your self-worth in order for you to love someone you have to love yourself first and you have to be able to stand up for yourself now having said that this is also a learning experience unfortunately for you guys seeing this it's sad you look at him and he looks like a meek little stupid guy but the meek stupid guy is really a killer we look at the timeline of the time she was missing I could tell you right now that I knew she would be dead. I knew it. 
I knew it because of experience. I've been in the public safety field for many years, over 30 years. And usually in the last 48 hours of a missing person, uh, it's called a case. Uh, chances of their survival goes down dramatically in the single digits. Um, the problem is here, uh, when they did report her missing, she was reported missing even prior to the uh, the actual initial report. So about a, a good month had started. So you knew she was dead. She didn't reach out. It wasn't like she was being held in a prison camp somewhere. You know, or somebody kidnapped her and it was some serial rapist that we usually see sometimes. And they're out there too. Um, but this was a case of he killed her. He literally, he killed her. I don't know how he did it, but he did it. She's dead. And we're never going to get her back. And it's sad because the pain of the mother and the father... Uh, is is horrendous. It not only did he kill her that day, but he murdered the parents, especially the mother. I have a child, and I remember to this day how I raised my child. I remember the little things, the big things. I remember the attending to the child when they're an infant, and. You look back on it, and they're joyous moments, believe it or not. You know, if you really wanted a kid, or you really loved a kid, or both. And it's, it's going to be very hard for the mother. It's going to be very hard. You know, I wouldn't wish this on anybody to go through this. Uh, it's very hard. And uh, my condolences go out to the mother and the father. And we have to look at the victim here. And we have to say, do we let this happen again? Oh, they're going to come out maybe with a bill, uh, uh, Gabby Petito Law or something like uh, Megan's Law or Amber, like the Amber Alerts. But what good is it if we have all these good slogans and we really don't put them into play? You know, the last 25, 30 plus years in law enforcement, they were starting to recognize domestic violence. They were starting to being trained about it and, and how to look. And then they went through sensitivity training. I'm here to tell you, you could sit and train anyone. If you're going to train them with one hand and discourage them from doing anything with another hand, you're wasting the officer's time, you're wasting the taxpayer's dollars, and you're going to get the same result if the person or personnel in this case wasn't trained at all. But these politicians come up with these laws and these retraining programs like sensitivity training. Let me tell you something. If you prejudice, they'll just hide it better. You know, and I'm not going to get into prejudice, but I'm just giving you that as an example. A person is born the way they are, and they're never going to change. They're never going to change. That's like waking up one morning and saying, I'm going to change the alligators in the Everglades so I could swim with them. It's not happening. It's in the DNA. It's in their DNA. In this case that we're talking about now with this poor victim... The police let this guy go around, free movement, no observation, nothing. They talked to him, he refused, 
Right away, they backed off. He's exercising his uh, rights. Well, you know what? You could sit out somebody's house and follow them. That's not infringing upon their rights. When somebody takes their garbage and throws it out, you could search for evidence when it's put on the curb. And it's court admissible because it's garbage. You put it outside. Now it's fair game. But the police officers and the FBI, they've been beaten so much, morale-wise, that when they do get a hot case like this, they tend to slack. They don't want to push it to a level where they're going to get sued or get disciplined. Because at the end of the day, they want to retire. They don't want to go through the BS of being disciplined, something putting in their jacket where they can't move up in rank. I hate to say it, but it's self-preservation. You know, they take the job, first and foremost, it's a secure job, it's got a pension, it's a good paying job, and they want to help people. But that's not the first and foremost thing, let's not kid ourselves. And then there are some that join, and they do want to help people, the first uh, thing. That's old school thinking. Unfortunately, today, I have to say, that's not the case. Because police officers 30, 40, 50, 60 years ago would not put up with this BS from the radical socialist communist politicians who want havoc in the streets, want crime so they could keep promising you the sky and, and a garden of Eden. They want these crimes to happen, friends. They want it to happen because if they didn't, like a case like this and many other cases you could think of they would be the death penalty for this when found guilty like scott peterson they didn't give him the rope they housed him and they're feeding him okay and now he's looking for a way out by appeal and meanwhile lacey peterson is dead and an unborn child never got a chance to take his or her first breath and you're voting for the same people that enable these killers to go out there and do it. When you vote, you're enabling these politicians to disable your law enforcement from protecting you. When you vote for these politicians, you're giving them carte blanche to make weak laws. Or if they do make a strong law, the judges and prosecutors are on notice. Give them a plea deal. If we say hang them, we tell the public that, but you give them the lower level plea. So if it's a felony, we'll dummy it down to a misdemeanor. If it's life, we'll dummy it down to 30 years. You know, I don't know about you, but when somebody's killed, I don't think anybody should have the option to take a deal. The victim didn't have an option could I do this and live? Do you bargain for your life at that point? They still kill you. This is a wild animal that now is on the loose. Her boyfriend. Okay, or in this case, her fiancé. How, I don't know why she ever said yes to marry him. But then again, I'm not her and I wasn't in her mind. And most kids at that age are not very bright. They may be bright in the sense of intelligence, conversation-wise, in book. But when it comes to the emotions, they haven't even got scarred yet. They haven't even begun getting in the battlefield of romance and relationships. They haven't had the experience. They're rookies. They're fresh paint. They look new and they smell new. They're even new to the world, the big people's world.
22 years old. I remember when I was 21 and I got out there on the streets and started working. I thought I knew everything and I was going to save the world. And six months to six years later, then I finally realized and I turned around. Nobody wanted to be helped. They resented me. And the ones that did, uh, you know, appreciate my services, etc., were far and few. And I was shocked. Literally shocked. And the new breed of people that are coming into these civil service, law enforcement, public safety jobs do not want to get involved because they don't want to ruin their careers. Could you blame them? No. Blame the politician. But who suffers? That is the question tonight on this podcast. Who suffers from these politicians' uh, backed-induced failures? Think about it. Is it their children that are found dead? Never. Why? Because they have the best protection in the world. See, the laws are for thee, not for me when I make them. This is how the politician thinks. When are you people going to get disgusted and understand whether they be Democrats or Republicans, they are not your friends? When are you going to realize that by voting it ain't going to work? If you're going to exterminate, you have to rid the actual infection, the seed, and the roots of it, and plant fresh in clean new soil. You have to eradicate the cancer, and these politicians are a cancer on our society. They play with your safety. They gamble with your lives by telling police to stand down. Look at the budgets in your county, townships, or villages where you may live. I'll tell you right now, your EMS, emergency medical service, your ambulance is barely scraping funding at the fiscal year. The main things that are focused anywhere are fire and police. Securing property. This is what it is all about. Protect and serve. Forget the protecting. The serving, the politicians are serving themselves. Sure, they want the fire department there, because when you start burning things down, politicians get nervous. They get nervous, because when you burn things down, that means things don't function. Okay? Have we forgot about 9-11 when they said the year was good and they told the workers keep working so they can open up the stock market? Really? Really? And all these firefighters and cops and whoever else was down, the EMS personnel, and anyone that happened to be there that day, they have died or dying. Why? They lied. They knew. They knew by the air samples. They could tell. This ain't 1900, 1800, 1700 where they don't know. Come on. Let me tell you what's going on here, okay? Your government, do, they don't care about you. They don't, you, the only thing you're good for is it's the prostitute and the client. 
and you're the client when it comes to voting and paying your taxes. Okay, one politician she goes with a dress, tax the rich. Not even going to mention the name because you probably heard about it. The plate at that dinner was thirty thousand dollars. Tax the rich, really? Well, first of all, the rich didn't get offended. The rich didn't throw her out. Because they know this is a joke. They know it's a diversionary tactic to make it look like that they're for you, the common man and woman. They do not know what it is to be in a day in a life of you. A day in a life of Gabby Petito. A day in a life of a police officer whose hands are tied, bound, and gagged, and threatened that if they do slip up, even with a mistake with good intentions, they could either lose their job, sue their pants off and lose everything, or even worst case scenario, they're going to go to jail. Okay? You think about that. Okay? Why would you vote for someone that has no experience in a day and a life of you? Would you go to an inexperienced surgeon to have an open-heart surgery? You know, there's a big difference between reading the book of open-heart surgery and actually having true experience. Well, this is the same case with the politicians. They don't have hands-on. They only know from other politicians. Oh, yeah, I seen uh, Nixon do it back in the day in Kennedy. And it's not real what they say. They don't mean it. The first tip of the day that should tip you off is their speeches are all written for them. I know when I have something to say, no one writes it for me because I mean it. Like tonight, I'm speaking to you. Look, the bottom line here is what I'm trying to say is, and I'm not really trying to get in depth with politics, but it's similar related because these politicians killed her too. By watering down uh, standards for police departments and, and deterring them from um, being proactive in policing. Cost another person her life. How many others are dying tonight? How many others have died that we don't know about? This one just so happened to skyrocket into the news, miraculously. Alright? My point is, the only way you're going to get your politicians to start doing the right thing by you is, don't vote. Do not vote. Hold your vote. Putting you against your Democrat friend or Republican friend they're dividing you so you're not together. They're not pissed off because of the people who went to the Capitol and demonstrated. They're pissed off that they set foot in their sanctuary. They took it personal. They took it very personal. Some politicians even think that was worse than 9-11. You know, there's some people that are in Congress right now that guaranteed that they have for Congress uh, women. If you look at some of them, yeah, you forgot about 9-11. That's why you casted that vote, didn't you? You didn't lose anybody in those towers. Well, congratulations whoever votes Democrat because Gabby Petito's blood is on your hands. Could have been prevented? Maybe. Could it have been put off for another day? Maybe. Or could it have been she would have been in a situation where she could have got out of it and 
got help? Maybe. We'll never know that answer because she's no longer here with us. But the politicians that make the laws and discourage the police and the prosecutors and the judges from being harsh on murderers, rapists, child molesters, etc. They're enjoying a good night's sleep tonight. They're going to say good night to their daughter or their son, or if they're older kids, they're going to call them on the phone. And they're going to have access to their children, not from a uh, morgue uh, in a drawer, and eventually she'll be interned six feet under. I don't know about you, but I take death very personal. Death is hard to um, deal with when you love someone. If it's a child, uh, a mother, a father, a relative, a friend that was close. It's very hard. And I know for a fact that when somebody dies, it's never easy. But you know when it's even harder? When somebody snuffs that person's life out. See, I can identify with it to a degree, not exactly, but similar. I live in the state of New York. And when the so-called governor, which is no longer governor, was killing people in the nursing homes by bringing COVID-19 patients, and he gave everybody generalized amnesty. That went for the hospitals. My mother is no longer with me. She had a bed sore the size of a shotgun blast into her lower back. Never treated. Nurses seen it. They let it go. They let it go. They let it go. Because they didn't care. They didn't care, and they're guilty of murder. Okay? I'm in the process right now of uh, putting together a case against them. And I'm going to give the uh, the lawyers on their side the option. You fire this doctor and report her to the board to get her license pulled. And I will withdraw the lawsuit. But I want proof. I want these nurses stripped of their licenses. You know, they transferred my mother out to a facility where it was supposed to be a little better for her aftercare. And the woman nurse, the female charge nurse called me and goes, oh, she was septic. We had to send her back. They released a woman unstable. Even the ambulance personnel, they didn't look. And only to be returned to two, three days later go into cardiac arrest. Struggled for 270 plus days and her body eventually would not take nourishment. It wasn't responding to the wound care or basically contracting to the chest. So even if you wanted to do CPR, it wasn't going to happen. And I'm living with that. I'm living with that because I have firsthand, firsthand experience with so-called politicians that make decisions that are reckless and they don't care for the people. They don't look at the end result. They look at the end game. Of course, they're not going to prosecute the doctors. They're not going to prosecute the nurses because they contribute in the sense of they're taxed at a higher level. I've talked to prosecutors. They go, well, we really only prosecute the ones that we think we could. Well, did you try? Well, you know, they double talk. You're like what they did to Gabby uh, Petito's boyfriend when they wanted to make sure he wouldn't press charges. So you think about that next time you go to the ballot box. Whether they be Democrat, Republican, first 
male this, first female that, first cockroach this. Maybe you have your agenda. Why you want that person in. Maybe they'll give you what you want. But maybe one night you'll be walking home from a friend or work. And somebody comes up to rob you. And the robbery goes sideways. And the guy just decides he's going to snuff you out and kill you. So you just paid. You paid in full at that point. You paid in full. You voted for the person who watered down the laws. Who in turn put this scum of the earth on the street to mug you. And now you're dead. So basically, your vote harmed the community and in fact harmed you because you're no longer with us. But now you paid in full for your mistake by voting for that politician. The only way America's going to change is by holding your vote. Do not vote. They screw with the ballots anyway. Your vote don't count. They tell you if you vote, you have a voice. Do you really have a voice? They do whatever they want whenever they want. Okay? They do whatever they want when they want. You see it with the masks. Look it up on the news. Mayor of California was seen at a party dancing. And she was dodging the questions by the reporter. And she was only talking about the band that got together after 20 years. Answer the question, lady. Why weren't you wearing a mask? Because the laws are for thee, not for me who make the laws. And the faster you get it, the faster you'll understand why Gabby Petito is dead. Faster you understand it, the faster you'll get it is why 13 Marines died. The faster you get it, the faster you'll understand why Americans are still over there in Afghanistan and can't get out. And they are hostages because they can't get out. I don't know about you, but I have a problem with that. But if you have this attitude, oh, well, it only happens to, to the other people. I just want to give you a little reminder of something. When the Nazis took over, they were kicking in doors around the corner, other blocks, a mile away, two miles. Then it was your neighbor, and he kept saying, wasn't going to happen to me. And then one night, your door got kicked in, and they pulled you and your family out of the bed. And they put you to the wall kneeling, and they put the barrels of the gun to your head, and they executed you. Are you going to learn when you're on your knees and the gun is to the back of your head? When the politicians pull the trigger? Well, at that point, it's senseless. They snuffed you out. But you can guarantee... They're going to go home at night and they're going to sleep and enjoy themselves. Oh, and one other thing I like to mention. They don't have to worry about a budget. They don't have to worry about gas prices, inflation, and everything. They got more than enough of your money that they confiscate and tell you that they tax, which they never put it back in the community. They always get sons of some foreign country, and they spread the wealth amongst the rich. The rich government of Mexico, because the government is rich, the people are poor, and they spread the wealth. They bribe each other, and that's the beautiful thing. It's a scam. It's a scam. And if you went to college, they brainwashed you. They brainwashed you because college is basically a reprogramming center for the communists to think their way. 99% of school teachers and professors are radicals. College professors from the 70s that are still around, they're teaching college. 
terrorists they were, anarchists, communists hate this country so bad that they would do terrorism if they could do it. You think about that tonight when you put your head on the barrel. But remember one thing. Gabby Petito died because of United States government and how they keep law enforcement down. Will they find her fiancé alive? Abusers very rarely could face the music. I give it a 99.9% chance they'll find him dead by suicide. Okay. Also, abusers don't fight other men. They only beat up on women and children. You think about that. Okay. He gets to escape justice by death. He takes the easy way out. Whether they get a light sentence, housed in feed, or they get a chance to commit suicide and not face the music. But ultimately, Gabby Petito lost her life at the age of 22 with no life experience and laid in the wilderness like a dead carcass there. If that don't enrage you, then you're not human. All right? So you keep voting and make more Gabby Petito victims out there and other victims that we see and other soldiers that get killed because of politically correctness not to be aggressive. I'll say one last thing. If your police is not aggressive and your military is not aggressive, the enemy is going to override the so-called protection that's been watered down by your elected officials. And you will pay the ultimate price with your life, your family, your loved ones. But just remember their security detail, they are aggressive. Just look when the Capitol got overrun, they shot that girl, woman, Bobbitt. He didn't hold us fire. He put that bullet right through the window with no hesitation because they're told you protect us any means necessary. Oh, by the way, the bullet that killed that woman, Bobbitt, was sanctioned by your vote because your tax dollars got them to buy those bullets and that gun so they could be protected. All the money is going to them in other countries and you're not seeing a dime. The only thing you're getting is railroaded, hoodwinked, bamboozled. This podcast is sporadic. We want more listeners. Share this podcast. Follow us on USA Breaking Crime News Network daily, located on Facebook groups. Uh, Request to join. When you request to join, if you do listen to this podcast, Uh, Just leave a comment you heard about the group on the podcast, and we will approve you. I am your host for the American Nightmare, Jack Killian, saying, Good night, America, wherever you are.